<laughs> so yeah, hello and uh, hello and everybody. <laughs> hello everybody and welcome to Everyday Channel number 140, your favorite most subscription name bi-weekly legacy podcast. Today's show is brought to you by our brand new Patreons, Alexander Burnett, Bastief, and Markus Julich, who doubled his his monthly pledge. Thank you so much for supporting us. And guys, I can't believe it. I'm I, I, I'm back home after I want to say like two months or something and it, it still doesn't feel real to like record from a proper setup. I, yeah, I don't know. Bi-weekly yeah, podcast, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it looked like you were kind of out of this world for like a month or two. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I, I talked about this on Twitter like for the first six months of the year, uh, six months, uh, six weeks of the year, I, I have like plus a hundred extra hours, which is like... It's yeah, <laughs> I, I can't even like at, at least the trade fairs are all over. Trade fairs are amazing. I actually have some amazing trade for stories, but <laughs> let, let's start with you guys. How what have you been up to? What, what, what's your life like in in the good old UK and uh, Berlin? <laughs> Kai, you start because I've got quite a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, so um, so I I kind of woke up sad because I um I checked my I checked a couple of numbers I made this um this year and I, I found out that I cast more ether vials than dark rituals in 2023, <laughs> which is he's evolving, dude. Oh, it no. is freaking embarrassing. Holy shit, dude! That's... Like I. What? Because like for the, for the longest time I like I I told everyone that I'm never gonna buy that card Ether Vial. Like mm -hmm. I always made fun of people who play Ether Vial, right? Like like Thalia players. And now I'm <laughs> and now I'm one of them. <laughs> now you're violating Belfast Strixes. Yeah, dude. It's so addictive though. Holy <laughs> shit! Have you ever violated in a Snapcaster Mage or Belfast Strix? It is gas, dude. Do you remember that uh, World Championship where I think it was Shouto Yasuka? Oh yeah, played the, the Eternal Command deck. Oh, the, 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 the yeah. command deck was the eternal witness. Yeah, dude. Oh, that was that, good. like that deck was so amazing, and then nobody actually played it afterwards. It's kind of strange, right? It was was that modern or was it? Yeah, it was, it was modern, modern, and he just like brewed it himself. And there was it some was so flares cool. to it. It was like two thirsts for knowledges to discard eight of ours that you draw in the late game. It's just like chef's kiss. Dude, hold <laughs> so, it, like, yeah, I, I I'm having exactly yeah, dude. But, I'm having yeah. exact the same feeling right now. Yeah, yeah, it sounds sweet. It sounds really sweet. Oh gosh! Yeah. But you need to step up those dark ritual numbers. That's uh, it, really embarrassing. I know, right? Isn't that like, a deck that uses both? What, like Bailiff Strix and Ether no, Vile no, and no, dark, dark ritual, and, and like you can go turn one dark ritual, triple Ether Vile. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Vile the and three dry numbers. I mean, when you think about it, like Ether Vile is like a dark ritual that keeps going on and on and on. Dude. So if you if you get like three Ether Vile's in the first turn, that that basically recoups the investment on the second turn, except for the cards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, except you that no you also hand. Yeah, you also hellbent, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, that's why you play like all the I don't know, imperial guards. I don't know what's it called, Dude. imperial recruiter. Like everything that gives you Julian, plus one card Julian. advantage. This is gonna be the worst turn one like I've ever, ever heard of a legacy. legacy. No, <laughs> you know what I once did? I when when I played modern a couple of years ago, uh, and I played at Nauseam, as you guys probably know. Mm -hmm. I I kept a hand of like triple lotus bloom, and I was like, yeah, this is this is. Weird, but it can work. And then for my turn, I drew the fourth yeah. Lotus Wild. Uh, oh Lotus my Spoon, goodness! And I literally spent it four Lotus Bloom in the first turn. And I think <laughs> nice. I actually won. But yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, but you played four Black Lotuses. Of course, you did. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Black Lotus <laughs> from Wish or something. Yeah. But you know, like you, you can clearly tell that I'm still like a Etherval newbie because I keep activating Etherval even though it doesn't have any counters on it. Like every, like I, I'm trying to think like how can you bluff those, uh, you know, like core um. How, how are they even called? Normal's end core. <laughs> the trick to, <laughs> I think the trick to like bluffing people is don't do it like every turn. So some people like 
you know, learn about the, the Aether Vile trick and they'll like just do it every turn. And there is a little bit of merit to doing it every single turn as your opponent just like never knows. So, you know, yeah. it's fade But constantly. I feel like I, I'm wasting like everyone's time here. Yeah, but like, at the same time, if you just like do it in spots that you think your opponent is scared of the Nomads, you might get a response or something. I don't know. But it, it, like, you know, it also <sighs> depends on whether your opponent actually has a choice to make there because a lot of what I want to call Aether Vile bluffs are actually not really bluffs because your opponent has to respond in like the same way either way, no matter whether you have it or not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like uh, like it's, like it's I'm acti- like I'm activating them even though my opponent's tapped out. Like the, it doesn't the, really it doesn't yeah, really that make doesn't really sense. Yeah, like, it's just stupid. Yeah, but the other thing is you need like creatures that are scary to put in, right? You're just putting in, like one ones. <laughs> oh, the one thing you're missing. Oh, Nakramuba. Oh, actually, didn't Nakramuba actually steal the initiative at the last four seasons or something? I saw that. That was Francis. Like, yeah, he stole the initiative and then put two counters on it and just like killed the initiative with a three-three Nakamuba. Oh my goodness! I mean, what fine. a jam! What a yeah, jam! Yeah. <laughs> and then he, I think he won game three then by like step throwing to bounce two blockers for a Stoneforge Mystic and a and a Cauldra with a Shuko on it for exactly for. <laughs> I'm just so happy that this deck and that card is actually real in, yeah, in yeah. Legacy in 2023. Oh, like I've, I've died things... to like two Shukos on uh, constructs. Like it happens. Yeah, <laughs> three fairy like, macabres in my hand. Seriously, yeah. I think like so like um, Cephalic Breakfast. Like it's supposed to be a combo deck, but in in the majority of games, it really. You know, like the games are kind of like stupid, limited games, really. Yeah. Where you attack with a bunch of like mediocre creatures, a couple yeah. of like even the constructs aren't really, really that big. You know, like in, in comparison to like eight cast or painter, like that's just like Bellifus, three threes yeah, or four fours. Yeah, I guess. yeah, bre- yeah. Breakfast constructs are pretty embarrassing. Like At big. least Strix grows them as well. You know, there's yeah. there's synergy there. I guess. <laughs> but but for a deck that's like built around a very strong combo it is also just very good at grinding is it even a strong combo it always feels like the combo like i used to make basically the deck has been around ever since i started playing legacy for for like uh, how much is it now 16 years or something uh maybe even longer and i always used to make fun of the deck that it's the combo deck that folds to anything it folds to like counter magic even though that's not that true anymore there's ways around it it folds to creature removal it folds to to graveyard hate and i guess that's also not super true anymore depending on the type of graveyard hate. so i guess it's, it's yeah, somewhat more resilient it, now like thassa's oracle it's a pretty yeah. new card still Dude, it's pe- different people, yeah people used to play the mimeoplasm and, and like... suited ghoul and dragon breath <laughs> Dude, like... suited ghoul and dragon breath that's exactly what my opponent did when i first played against them yeah. they had that confident back then and they literally revealed forceful forceful suited ghoul and they lost because they had fetched and i think i did yeah. some damage and there was my first introduction to the deck and i was like this is the biggest bullshit ever i'm loving it yeah dude like, like, have, you ever, like have you ever filed in a mimeoplasm you say that it loses like creature removal but we're in this process of a weird state of legacy where like after delver initiative painter and breakfast are like two of the decks in the running for top decks and they are both creature-based removal uh beat creature-based combos and like you know, the top decks are playing loads of bolts and solitudes and swords and whatever. Um, I think the, the combo is just pretty, actually much harder to beat because it's so fast. It's such a low mana investment. You can then use the rest of your mana mm. and turns to like just build your own interaction. You know what I really appreciate about, about the deck is that it has the one-two punch of turn one Nomads, turn two Cephalid Illusionist and literally yeah. Chi-Chi. Like I, I watched Kai stream it and, and he had that opening so many times. And I, I mean, I've been on the receiving end of that as well. And, and you you feel very often you feel like I, I can't really respect that even though I kind of have to mm-hmm. because otherwise I'm totally skipping my turn two development which is usually one of the most important things in legacy and then if the opponent doesn't have it and instead like does like ponder into wild or something you feel like oh dude 
Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you had the combo. <laughs> if if the combo like didn't use the graveyard, so could like skip fairy, leyline, or surgical, like it'd be so powerful. Because I mean, it's, it's a point an obvious thing, but to have such a low curve and just turn one, turn two combo, um, like painter can do it, but you need lots of fast mana as well. But them just like two cards, any two lands, and you're just set. But um, they they also play days enforceable. It's you can yeah. just have such nuts hands. I, yeah, think, I think I think at this point it is probably pretty fair to uh, to also s state that how similar Painter and Cephalid Breakfast are. Like mm -hmm. despite like despite all those different card choices, I think like what those deck two decks do is pretty pretty similar. Like they they got this mill plan and uh, like the, the combo. Different, they different have players a, though. Yeah, I mean it's sure. <laughs> I agree. Players. I agree. <laughs> Both players want to do the same. They have <laughs> almost the same like guy. The, yeah, you know, like a handful of counter counter spells. Like you got blast. I got forces. Mm -hmm. And like, um, you you got pretty powerful, like pretty powerful tree drops, right? I got Teferi, you got Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Mm -hmm. We both got a super mediocre creature beatdown plan, and it's just a bunch of like one mana, one mana and two mana creatures, really, like yeah. goblins and what nomads and things no, like that. No, they are they are very similar. Um, yeah, I think we're learning that decks that can threaten a turn two kill, but also have this very strong grinding power and everything like that. like. This weekend, I played against Four Color Control a couple of times, and I won on like turn 15 off. They resolved three iterations, Uro's coming to play, all that stuff. Like, it's impressive that you can go turn to kill or grind with those kind oh, of yeah. things. Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely respect that. Welcome to the wonderful world of elves. This is, I've tasted that, and <laughs> yeah. ever since I've literally been addicted to that kind of gameplay. I mean, Infect can somewhat do it, even though Infect doesn't really grind on cards or anything, it, it grinds more on like. In fact, <laughs> tokens <laughs> or, or counters. <laughs> yes. But it, it also has the, the thing, right, where people can play against it like conservatively. Yeah. And that's and a weird, like, in fact, gets value off like false tempo, if that makes sense. Like, it, it gets value. False tempo. Ooh, dude, we haven't even properly defined tempo in, after like 30 <laughs> years of magic. Tempo, no, no, no predict you're introducing tempo. false tempo. <laughs> predict is tempo. I, what I mean by that is like, um, that what they threaten makes people not able to cast their own spells. So they like kind of pseudo porting each other each turn and you're just like you know oh you're sculpt, basically sculpting. you're saying you're porting the opponent without actually committing mana to the port yeah wow. zero mana, sign me up that is gas yeah because if I, you have a, if you have a nick moth nexus in play like they yeah. need to keep up a fluster storm plus a swords or a bolt and then a mana to pay for days and something like that and yeah i don't know anyway <laughs> anyway yeah so we're saying we're saying kai this is your life now like dude yeah. uh, do you even play doomsday anymore uh well i did play a league yesterday. It was uh, it was a fabulous one and four. Uh, so I don't. I'm gonna play like a few more leagues uh, before the four seasons Bologna and just just to see how where I'm at because uh, a couple of those losses were, well, yeah, kind of weird. You know, a lot of mulligans and I also really didn't know what I was doing. Uh well, in, in our in our team event for four in our seasons. team event, it's gonna be modern. Dude, Dude, it's modern, and I have like zero reps. Really, I should really get my shit together. Holy <laughs> shit! Weren't you supposed to be like the good modern player? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help me. Don't but worry, I've played zero vintage. Dude, well. I need, I need some help. I need some serious help. Holy shit! I mean, you're, you, you two are pro, uh, you two are probably gonna end up carrying us, and I'm gonna like totally fuck up in legacy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I literally haven't played legacy ever since. I guess I've won the. Yeah, you're pretty uh, new to legacy, aren't you? Etcetera, <laughs> well, invitational. You. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen it before. But, dude, that we'll talk about it in a moment, right? But there's so much, like, weird stuff happening in Legacy right now. Like, you, you guys kept posting cards, and I was like, wait, this is seeing play, this is seeing play. 
But yeah, I let's, mean, let's get to that in a moment. Yeah, <laughs> there's actually a lot of new cards to talk about. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So, Kai, what what else does life have in store uh, for you right oh, now? Oh, I also went. I also went to the um the south part of Germany last <gasps> weekend. Just you, you know, you, you have no idea how many people actually sent me pictures of Kai at the tournament. They were like, "Hey, Kai is here," and I'm like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, good to know. That's, I mean, that's kind of awkward, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It very much is. Like, you, you have no idea how many people, pictures was, I have of you there. But, you know, like, ever, ever since I, I moved to, to Europe, um, I've been kind of busy, like, visiting all my old friends you know, from all parts of, of, of Germany or Europe, should I say. And, um, like, last weekend was just no exception i just, I just hopped on a night bus um and uh just drove all the way down like 10 hours uh, i i should yeah. have really like picked up a train but i was gonna say like <laughs> for, you, for, you, yeah fucking for some, night bus seriously? yeah dude, for, for some reason for, for some reason my brain didn't even like think about a train so uh i took the, <laughs> I took the bus it's like dude like, that was 18 euros you know that's not that's not but good. you can go, you can go from like all the way across germany for 18 euros well, with a bus, yeah. Yeah, but how shitty was it? Like, did you have like at least space for yourself, or was it, like? Oh, like cramped? I, I mean, I slept eight hours, but the problem was that I, I slept like one hour eight times. Like it was, <laughs> it, it was, it was kind of disastrous. Okay, okay. But I watched a lot of streams, you know. It was uh, wasn't too bad. And uh, I played at two different uh, local events, you know, on Saturday, one in uh, in a small city called Arlen, and then on Sunday. The one, um, the one called uh, Winner Dual Legacy, um, in Tübingen. It's like the that's pretty uh, big, right? Yeah, it's like, kind of like in the very south part of the Germany, and uh, like those guys, they've been doing it for more than ten years, I think, at this point. And um, man, like I haven't, I haven't always like met them in a while. I think the last time I met those guys were was probably like GP Birmingham in 2000, 2018, 18. or 18, yeah, yeah, something like that. So it's really, really good catching up with friends. My uh, my records were kind of mediocre with uh, seven well, I think in one of the tournaments, he actually got your ass handed to you, I was told. Ah. Did you not? <laughs> uh, I, yeah. No comment, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but, but didn't you like top eight the other one or something? I, yeah, like I... I mean, it wasn't not. It was nothing like you know, like fabulous. It was it was like a four and two, and I kind of slipped in as the eighth player, which was uh quite yeah, it was pretty neat. Nice. Um, did you play but, it out like the top uh, eight? No, we did not. We did not. We did not. But uh, we we had some we had some awesome drinks afterwards, and uh, uh okay, man, okay. <laughs> you know, I really, really, really missed my uh my old magic friends. Uh, in and the then South you took the, Germany, the night so. bus like on the same night back to Berlin on Sunday. Yeah, like a, like, of a, like, you a, did. like yeah, like a maniac. <laughs> Respect, but maniac. <laughs> Yeah. Did you play breakfast crazy. in both? I did. I did. Oh. I was too lazy to pick um to pick up two decks and like, again, I it's, it's cool it was playing like the same thing just all weekend as well. It's not too bad, I guess. Yeah. Like also for me, like um those type of events, especially also the four seasons Bologna, it is rarely about the the game itself or like the winning and losing. Obviously, that's like a nice bonus, but it's mm -hmm. always about those like little chatters between rounds and things like that. Yeah, so. very much that, right? It, it feels very much the same for me, like going to the next four seasons. It, it, it feels like the, the last one just happened. I think I've only had like six or seven days off ever since the last one. So that's <laughs> why, especially last like two months ever since the last one or three months even felt pretty cramped and I can't believe we're going back. This time I, I literally just want to go back and like go with the crowd, do whatever anybody else is doing, like make no decisions. Just I'm not even thinking about like trying to do the best or practicing for it or winning. It's just... Totally the same, just we're going to have a good time. <laughs> oh, you have to build a deck as well, right? Actually, I, I ordered some of the cards I was missing that I saw yeah. Callum was playing. I was like, wait, yeah. this is real? Okay, I guess we, we'll order some of those. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm trying lots of things out. Yeah. Oh, you, you sure are. Yeah. Let's build something functional. <laughs> <laughs> mm, nah. 
Um, should I go? Uh, yeah, 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 what about you? Lots of magic this weekend. So this past weekend, we had uh, Axion Nows put on these things called The Gathering. They do a few or three or four a year. And they're meant to be like kind of smaller GPS things where they have like a bunch of different formats, big formats, bigger uh, events each day. So after they did a like a double legacy one, as well as modern and pioneer last time, legacy propped up the event and like had tons of players. So this time they had a big legacy event alongside a modern event on Saturday. And then on Sunday, they had teams of pioneer modern legacy. So obviously this is a sick weekend. Um, you've probably seen some pictures on Twitter. If not, I've posted one a little bit earlier today. It was held in Birmingham in like the university's great hall. It's just a. It looked a, like a cathedral from Harry Potter. It, it's like yeah. a huge church. It's it's just stunning. Like it's so nice and it's you know huge tall ceilings and everything and um, you know even with hundreds of uh, magic players in there, it got a little bit hot and sweaty, but not too bad. Nowhere near like what big events usually feel like, and the vibe was just great. Everyone was having a good time. Just yeah, I really again I know I say it like every time I go to an Axie Now event, but these folks are just the best. They like look after the players. They they uh, put on these great events and they they do this thing I've mentioned before with like down to I think forty second players or something. Mm -hmm. They had top eights playing after that to win extra prizes. So even after like you know the Swiss rounds, they had people playing on. So shout yeah, out to actually, now as always. To, to quickly explain that because I didn't really understand that the first time I heard about that, they not only take the top eight and let them play their playoffs, right? Mm -hmm. They also take the players, let's say from nine to sixteenth, mm -hmm. and make them play uh, like an eight player playoff. And then yep. award prices according to, to that, right? So if you yeah. even if you're 16, you might still get the ninth person prize. Yeah, exactly. So they actually changed something just for this event and the last one, which they called the So Close But So Far, um, which is ninth to 12th. So the people that usually miss on breakers have oh, even better good. prizes. So basically the top eight play for duel. Everyone in the top eight gets a duel, I believe it is. And they, you know, they play for better duels. And then ninth to 12th, um, the two losers of those like kind of semis get two force of wills each and the winners both get a duel. So ninth to twelfth can win win a duel or two force of wills. And then from a thirteenth down for eight places, you know, you're playing for like I don't know, it's something really good as well. I can't remember the exact breakdowns, but you might even be playing for, cards, yeah, probably like a shock land or something. No, no, I think it was like a plateau in the uh, oh, okay. up there. Whoa. Like I got a scrub land for coming. Well, what's the buying for this? Like fifty euros? It was seventy pounds. Oh, 70 pounds, okay. So that's 70 pounds. Like so it's a bigger buy-in, right? yeah. but I will say I know the organizers quite well and they're very like, they don't like it being so expensive, but the hall is huge and it just costs a lot running these things as well. I think there's so, nothing to justify that. This, this sounds yeah. very reasonable. Yeah, yeah. And then again, like they are putting so many prizes up. So first place was either like Sahar took a vault, but they did have four LEDs that were altered as a potential prize as well. <laughs> It's just great prizes, very high, and again, like it's run to a very high standard. There's judges everywhere. Like you, if you need help, they're everywhere. It's just very high standard constantly. Every table has big lots of space, yeah, and comfortable, that, and everything. That location looked pretty badass. I yeah, gotta say. like yeah, dude, you yeah. you guys better make that the next tournament center. Yeah, so basically, they're going to be doing a big legacy one again in the autumn, or like in October time, I think it is. So after four uh -huh. seasons, Ooh. so um. Yeah, if any perspective, like, you know, anyone from the EU wants to come over, we'll have the date. But the next one doing Legacy, I think they'll do Legacy Saturday and Teams Sunday probably again. They're also going to have pre-modern side events at the next ones. So, it's so gonna... how, how far is, is Birmingham from, um, where's the place where they have that, that Warhammer world? Nottingham. Nottingham, yeah, exactly. How, how, uh, that, that's not too far, right? 
I'm going to Google it quickly. <laughs> My geography of England is so bad. But I, I only know geography of England because of like uh, football. <laughs> that that yeah, yeah. taught me so much geography. It's I know hour, it's like northish. It's an hour's drive. Nottingham's a bit further. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could do Warhammer World and we could do Warhammer World on like a Friday and then go to uh, the weekend there. Dude, you should dude. do that. All right, you guys, you guys are coming over in October. Kai's going to Warhammer World, whether you like it or not. I'm gonna stay there. Yeah. <laughs> let's just yeah. keep Kai. Like they, they start painting him. Yeah. He's gonna get like like a, a primer on him. Okay, let's yeah, paint dude, this you, guy. You can pick me up later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Awesome. So, how did you do in the in the event? Yeah. So, caveat, um, that I we were just up to like about four. A, we were up to about four a.m. drinking on the night before. And I definitely, it definitely affected me on the Saturday. So I did okay. I went like four, three in the Swiss, and then we had like a top eight. So I just made a bunch of mistakes that like you wouldn't if if you weren't like hungover and tired and stuff. So I didn't get unlucky at all. To everything was totally on me. So it was quite nice uh, to just tell us about your stupid mistakes, like your, your most stupid mistake. There was nothing like too stupid. It was just stuff like uh, at one point I I blasted a brainstorm um, against Grix Control when I. Just I had two blasts in hand, but I only had one red mana, so I wanted to like use that one oh. red mana to keep tempo. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. I was just weak to like a Merc Tide if they thought seized the other one, so I just shouldn't have done that. Another time was like uh, they had two blue jewels, and then they played a fetch line and cracked it, and there was three cards in the graveyard, and I had no blasts, and so I, sh I had a nail spell bomb and play. I should just crack it there because they mm -hmm. can play Merc Tide. It was just things like that, which like I realized as they were fetching and about to cast the Merc Tide, and I was like, mm -hmm. oh, it's too late for me to say actually wait hold on so just things like that and there's probably some other little bits and pieces but um yeah so basically uh but you, you did you play like black red painter so the saturday i played quite it was with chaos defiler i had one chaos defiler and like two badlands but um and nihil spellbomb but they were the only black cards so it was pretty standard list um so we went four three in the swiss and then we had a little top eight because i was like 32nd or something mm -hmm. and um I then won the quarters against Four Color Control. I beat Aeon Bridge, which was crazy. Oh, wait, that, that's a thing, sir. <laughs> yeah. Or again, so, or at all. Shout out to Sam, my opponent. I don't know if you'll listen to this, but he was so cool and friendly. And I was just there the whole time. I was like, God, your deck is so cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyone that doesn't know Aeon Bridge, it's like it plays Torpor Orb and Fraction Dreadnought, which is pretty cool against initiative and stuff. But then it also has Mosswalk Bridge, which is one of the hideaway lands, like ETB, look at the top four. You can put a card under it. And if you have a creature with like, 10 or more power it's something like that you can then cast a card for free so the deck also plays show and tell emrakul omniscience and stuff like that so you know you can play a dreadnought and activate muscle bridge with the trigger on the stack and cast your emrakuls like that and for anyone that doesn't know emrakul is really good against painter because you can't mill them out as well so you because it, it shuffles um their grave into the library so it's also tall probing my like my engineers and defiler and stuff i'm just like oh god i don't know what to do so Game one, I get crushed. Like, I think I made a, a little mistake as well, blasted the wrong thing. And then game two, I'm just like, I know they have Lotus Pedal and they have some basics, but I'm like, fuck it, I need to cheese. So I just played a turn one Magus and attacked 10 times. <laughs> just good gameplay there. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Sure uh, enough. And then game three, I played a turn one Welder. They had a turn one show and tell put in Iona to name Red. But I had an engineer in my hand, so I got to go and get a defiler and then like play an Ooh. artifact and defile Iona. <laughs> and uh that that's that lots it up. So wait, 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 wait. They they had Iona. Oh, but they didn't get right, wait, I'm still not falling. How, how did you cast the the engineer if they had Iona? Off, off a show and tell. 
they play oh, show and tell to put in Iona. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure. So, actually, I think it wasn't turn one. It was, like, turn two, maybe, and I had a painter in play on blue, and so they could have named blue so that, like, I couldn't cast any spell, regardless of even artifacts and stuff. But yeah. anyway, like, on red is good enough. But, yeah, because I had the engineer to put in with the show and tell, I got to defile, mm. and then everything got defiled. I think they played some other things, and they all got defiled. So that was cool. And then Jasper, who um, you guys probably know from being a painter aficionado as well, he also managed to, he had a much easier top eight. He got a buy in the first round because the guy didn't turn up and then played against eight cars, which is one of the best matchups. So he was like just cruising and we were we were having some beers as well as we we're going along, very jovial to the side of the stage and we kept getting told off by the judges, but we had a good time. And then we kind of just like uh, split the last thing, got like 30 something pounds credit each which is mm-hmm. not bad for coming 33rd and 35th. All right, all right. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, 6-3 in the end. Definitely definitely felt like I could have won two of the matches that I lost. So it's it's good knowing that nothing came, really came down to variance. It's just me being a dummy. And then Sunday was teams, and I was playing Legacy again, and I got to play the fun version, which I think this deck is actually pretty good as well, so I'm going to try it more. But it was like with three on Earth, one Reanimate, three Chaos Defiler, and then oh my god it, it's the the thing you, you call it like black black forest black cake. forest cake yeah so this is really black what, what is this pizza? like paint obsession with cakes <laughs> anyway well, yeah. that's that's for another that's for the shortcake people to yeah, answer yeah, yeah. okay but it's just a kind of a, 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 a sweet dish but this was really fun i went four two lost to delver twice um like kind of close ones as well both three games and then managed to beat some other random stuff and the deck is really powerful like it uses lightning greaves really well as well and like unearth and reanimate are pretty powerful so gonna look into that more a team was hard carried by pioneer who like lost one game and went 6-0 mono white aggro deck won lots of rolls to go first (laughs) so Mm -hmm. and then with uh, marcelo you guys know marcelo the goblin guy yeah so he was on goblins in modern as well so we came fifth good for a box each and then we went out to a Korean barbecue place, which was the best thing about the weekend, I think. Oh, you okay. went to a Korean place as well? Yeah. Ah, okay. Me too. Me too. First nice. time ever going to Korean barbecue. It was great. <laughs> it was so nice. Oh, my God. So. But actually, they didn't want to give us a take. Like, I, I to interject there. I wanted to go there with, um, with that. So you meet a lot of people, right, when you go to trade fairs. And at the, one of the trade fairs, I met a girl from the Philippines. She was representing the Philippines. And we went there. And they told us, ah, we have no table for you. We are sorry. And apparently it was more like, oh, only two people. We won't open like our last table for two people. We want four people. And then she she was like in, in some other language, you guys are Filipinos. And and they are like, yes. And she was like, oh, come on, give us the table. And I think they were talking like Tagalog or something. And then she actually organized that we would get the table. Nice. <laughs> cool. Anyway, first time Korean barbecue place. Liked it quite a yeah. lot. Oh, um, my God. What, I, I'm going to be like again? looking for places in other towns when we go to tournaments. Um, but also, back to Axion, I do have the Mega Legacy Top 8. You might have seen a couple of the results on Twitter, but do you guys want to guess what was in the Top 8? It's, uh, pre- it's pretty diverse. I, I, the only thing I noticed was that there was no Delver in the Top 8, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, no Delver. There was so a I, lot of Delver in the field as well. I mean, I, I know who uh, took it down. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's all I know. The most quiet lady in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, huge congratulations to Sahar. I'm sure she's going to listen to this later. She Actually, won the whole Sahara's thing. What's last name? Mihadi. Ah, Sahar Mihadi. Okay, yeah. first place. Yeah, first class. First place. First class. <laughs> so she, she won with <laughs> initiative. Thing. It's so cool seeing because she 
started playing Legacy a few years ago and has just been constantly working away, working away and like talking to loads of people, practicing, going to our weeklies almost all the time. And so this is her first big tournament win, she said, and it's just really cool to see. Super mm-hmm. well deserved. And then the rest of the top eight is quite, but yeah, as I said, no Delver. There was a lot of Delver players in the event itself. So I don't have the win rates or anything, but like pretty low probably. Mm-hmm. Second place, we have Alex Hockey on Doomsday. He's another London um, regular. He's been playing Doomsday for like the last year or so and just like keeping at it. I remember he plays at like our Tuesdays as well. And the first few times he was like, sorry, I'm trying to work it out. This is really hard. But now he's just like incredibly good at the deck. So he's uh, that's well Heck deserved yeah, as well. Congrats. Yeah, nice. So I, we don't have the list yet, but I believe it's pretty like straightforward kind of personal tutor Doomsday. Kill you Doomsday. Um, third place, we have Cyrus Bales on Turbo Depths. So Cyrus has a YouTube channel. He's been working on really hard. So going to shout out that it's Crucible of Words. I believe you can oh, just... Oh, Words. Okay. Yeah. It's very clever. Oh, like yeah. That, that's, just, that's the same on Twitter, right? Yeah. He also writes uh, novels. So I think it's a bit of a play with that, Crucible of Words. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, like he that. plays loads of brews on his channel. So go check it out. He, and as shown here, he's also just a very good player. So um, I think he was just on like kind of straightforward black green Turbo Depths. And he also had none of the smart. Yes, yeah. So <laughs> probably quite an old school list. Um, he's been playing loads of White Painter recently. So when he was like locked for top eight and got to a double ID, I believe, I was like, oh, how's uh, how's White Painter going? He's like, oh, I'm playing Black Green Depths. Like, oh, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Fourth place, we have Ryan Carter on Yorian Zenith. I didn't see any of his games, but um, described by Yorian Zenith, it's probably is what it is. Then fifth place, uh, we have Kieran Francis, who's um, he's from Birmingham as well. He comes down to all of our like London lo- uh, London LLMs, and he is incredibly good with anything Esper. It's just like he is the Esper guy. He's the Belfort Strix guy, and so he played tons of Esper Watt Vile and like loads of weird builds of that. And then recently, he's picked up Cephalo Breakfast. And he was like, "Oh my god, this deck is insane! This is what it's like playing a good deck." <laughs> so <laughs> he uh, he I think like seven owed the Swiss because he got paired down, had to play them. Maybe he ID'd the last round. I can't remember, but he didn't lose till the quarters. Then he was dispatched. I think by. That's usually how it goes, right? You go undefeated in the Swiss, like first exit in the quarters. Yeah, completely. (laughs) But um, yep, shout out to him. Sixth, we have Chris Grimsey on initiative. Chris, another LLM regular. Like all these people, they come and practice LLMs. It's uh, paying off. It's cool to see. Chris, Mm -hmm. he had like a run where he top eighted three or four LLMs in a row as well. Super strong player. Um, He played Storm decks for ages. And then recently he's like, oh, initiative busted. So he's... I think he came second at the last LLM with initiative, and now he's top eighted here. Very good. Seventh place, we have Greg Nichols on Dredge. Did you guys like, expect to hear Dredge? I, I saw, when I <laughs> saw that, I was like, what the fuck? Where did you dig up that guy on that deck? So Greg oh, is... I, I missed an opportunity to say Dredge up. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Dredge up. Um, this is a very good Dredge player who you guys will know. He is the daddy on Magic Online. Lol. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Yes. This is the daddy? <laughs> this Mr. Is... Preston introduced himself to you as, hi, I'm the daddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what is his real name again? Greg. Greg? He's... Greg, the daddy? Yeah. We went, out for, we, went, we went out for dinner and drinks with him after as well. He's absolutely Dude, what awesome. did you do last night? I went for dinner with the, the daddy. daddy. <laughs> yeah. And, he needs uh, a t-shirt that says that. We d- I've been meaning to make the Mummy account on Magic Online for ages, and we decided I'm, I'll finally do it. Oh, 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 dude! <laughs> and we need to play like a Dredge Mirror. Uh, cool. So yeah, Dredge top eighting. Hell yeah! Was he- another stretch? No, no, it's just like normal. I, it's. I'm not even sure what what's supposed to be it- normal these days. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, again, I, I do like, actually I, have the list because he's just like, like not on Facebook or anything. Is there even like a stock list these days? So he has. 
I'm looking through it. It's like two putrid imp and then thugs, narcomoebas, imps, two griefs, uh, mm -hmm. th one ox, one hogak, three breakthrough therapies, two careful study, four looting, four LED, one lotus petal, four bridge, and then like the normal lands. It actually so sounds very normal, yeah. Yeah, and then you in could the side, almost he has, like the same deck like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, I think the newest things are like <laughs> an ox, bonus, and grief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, so yeah, Doctor Edge in the top eight, and finally uh, we have Ibrahim Hussein on mono black helm, so like the Khan and Helms and Dalthies and Obsession Agents. Another person I want to give like a massive shout out to. It's really cool seeing all of these people do well. But Ibrahim, like, he doesn't play Legacy much at all. This is his second Legacy tournament ever, I believe. And the first one, he got to the semis of an LLM as well. He's just, like, part of the Oxford. I'm going to get shattered if I get that wrong. I think he's part of the Oxford crew. And he's just, like, you know, come with his friends each time and just crushes with this deck. So absolute fair play to him. Well done, everyone. So, yeah, weird top eight. Like, so two initiative, um, no Delver. Uh, so the initiative you can expect, but then yeah, we have Turbo mm -hmm. Depths, Joran Zenith, Cephala Breakfast, Dredge, and Mono Black Helm. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't mind that kind of meta game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Also, in ninth was um, Ren on the Unearth Painter deck. Also, I'm 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 totally losing like losing your you when when you talk about like different Painter variants these days. Sorry, we, we talked about the 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 uh, black now. What's it called? Black Red now. Black Forest Swamp Cake. <laughs> What's it called? Black man? Forest Cake. Black Forest Cake is like, it's a version with <laughs> unearths. Um, I don't know why. Uh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. But you you talked about Lightning Reefs. And this Lightning Reefs in both now? Like in the yeah. regular Black Red? And I, in I, the played, I played two in both. Yeah. Cake? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's yeah. that good? Because to, to me, that feels like, you know, everybody who looks at the decklist and anyone I show the decklist, which is like nobody, I guess, yeah. you, you are like, this card does nothing. And I think we also talked about it for a short moment on the Discord the other day with uh, Tom the Decker and everything. And Tom also, like, he, he has the same feeling that I do. And, and to me, like, I keep crushing with Mono Red Diver. I, I don't even want to change anything. And no, he said the very, very same thing about it. <laughs> I mean, I can speak about Greaves really quickly. Um, it's good. It's really good in the deck. It's just the only downside is it might not be better than what it's replacing because the list is so tight and so compact. It's very hard to find cuts. So I, like... I'm only playing one bolt or something like little numbers where like shaving the boring cards like lightning bolt does mm -hmm. it's not great like those cards are good and they're, so, they're basically there for the eight goblins right and then some extra random value we get somewhere i guess yeah yeah but like shroud is really relevant as well and the biggest mm -hmm. thing for it that came up the most is just giving constructs haste like you, you smack people in the face so hard with that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah i know like a pretty common curve was like turn one ancient tomb player greaves and then like you know or even turn one like off a, off a saga and then follow up with a soul land. It's a very fast clock. Um, so they're good. I mean, yeah, I've got a lot of pushback with people being like, oh, I don't know about Greaves, blah, blah. But I mean, yeah, the, the thing is they, they quote unquote don't do anything on their own, right? Uh, yeah. On the other hand, they, yeah. But they I mean, do they, tons they of things. They are really good against a sorcery speed. Hate. I mean, Painter does nothing on its own. Grindstone does nothing on its own. Loads of cards do nothing oh, on dude, its own. Oh, like, dude, tell that, tell that to the guy who, who like, got moved out by me with like two grindstones. It's like Lightning Greaves is like so much better than Shuko. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the disrespect to the beatdown. I guess Lightning Reefs also does beatdown, yeah. kind of. I mean, okay, it, okay. So I, I'll have to the try. Down, it, but... The downsides to them are like it, one of my big deck building philosophies for the deck is to be good against uh, sideboard cards. So I don't want to be weak to mm -hmm. Null Rod, Oof, or like Meltdown, whatever. And Lightning Reefs walks into all of them. It's like Force of Vigor <laughs> as well. So, so much for that. That is a downside. Um, and yeah, the other thing is, as I said, like 
they are good in the deck. I promise you, they are they are strong and they're very fun as well. But it's a good mm-hmm. inclusion in the deck. But they're just not quite as good as we. We've got to the, the like the normal build to a point where I think a lot of it is quite stock and it's very hard to find cuts. I'm always struggling to add mm-hmm. new cards in. So they're probably just not as good as playing like another lightning bolt and a blast or whatever. But oh, they are not. They have some upside. Like the. I gave Magus Shroud quite a lot, like against four color control and against lands, and that just won the game on its own. Just stuff like that. Okay, there's, okay. There's a lot of things. So, so for for the normal black red, or I guess let's call it Chaos Painter to make it clearer. Clearer for the Chaos Painter list, you're still on the list that you have on Moxfield, right? Yeah, I updated them today at work. So because I worship that place, that's the Bible to me. <laughs> yeah, it I try like to keep things that shows like the all the cards that you changed, like yeah. Callum went minus this card, plus this card, and you have no idea there's actually quite some people who follow this list that you have on Moxfield. Yeah, so, so I'm trying to keep don't make updated. an update in a while, it, it, I'm like, oh my god, has he abandoned it? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you updated four hours ago. Yeah, Interesting. Was, well, I was at work on my lunch break. So I'll, I'll post the, we'll post it in the show notes, a link to the, to the Moxfield. Oh, you meant minus two mountain? What the fuck? I think I added some fetches. No, Depends you added like Lotus Petal and that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. What the fuck? Oh, you went m- minus Haywire Might plus Haywire Might, sure. I think I also started making changes to the wrong list. So the changes wouldn't be like I'm making this change to the deck because I thought it was good. I, oh, think, I, I think I got them confused between the Chaos Painter <laughs> okay. and the, I'm just, the other I'm just one. happy that I'm not the only one confused. <laughs> just just, just look at the list and then you can, uh, yeah. Oh, and apparently Sockens and Crucible of Defiance is back in. Yeah. That's I've another one never that, activated that. Maybe once. Well, yeah, this is another one that people are always like, is it a good card? And it's like, mm-hmm. not particularly, but it's it's probably better than the mountain. Like, if you activate it a few times, yeah. I rarely get it wastelanded. So it's it's there's pros and cons to it. Like, you can play it. If, if you have a bad experience with it, you can cut it and not play it again. But I've had... Yeah. I really like it. I, I've used it quite a lot over the... By the way, did so. you see that, that Marius actually won uh, one of the tournaments that Kai attended? You said... Kai, do you remember which one? I think it was the one on, on Saturday, I think. Uh, it's um, the in Aalen, yeah, that, that yeah. one he won with. What is this like? Two Badlands, two Bloodstained Maya, uh, two Chaos Defiler, three Fury, Briar's Apprentice. Yeah, this is super straightforward. Oh, okay, he's he's got that weird one in there, the, the, the card that I hate. Dareti, Ingenious, Ironclast. Oh, yeah. That's another card which, like, it does things, but I don't think hmm. it's going to be better than anything it replaces. Yeah, I don't want it. Here, here's Shadow Spear in there, which is kind of like the same thing that you have in Lightning Reefs. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I played a Shadow Spear in the non-normal one, the bla- the Black Forest Cake, whatever it's mm-hmm. called. And mm-hmm. I just I just don't like it. It never really comes up for me. It helps in one game against Delva, kind of. like, But I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's bad for all the reasons that I said that I don't like the Lightning Reefs, especially. It's like bad in sideboard games. Like It's incredible in game ones against Delva. Like, you can race with a big construct or whatever. But put it on Fury. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fury <laughs> or like for the Phyrexian Dragon Engines is pretty good as well. Like oh, three, yeah, three yeah, double yeah. strike. But yeah, again, it just like walks into all and the growth of Breyer's of... Apprentice. Wow, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, in speak, oh, holy shit, what the fuck? As I'm looking at the list, I actually ordered an ensnaring bridge because I saw that in Myers' list, and I was always thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? If I go to Four Seasons, I want to have it ready. If I make up my mind on the spot that I want to play one on the sideboard, so I went on Card Market and I filter like, okay. Uh, German or English card, original printing, German seller, German based seller. I don't care what like what the citizenship is. And then guess who's the who's the cheapest? Kai is the cheapest. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, Savatarik, sweet, sweet. Let's order for from your co-host. 
you are on the blacklist of that host or the the or of that seller or the seller doesn't ship to your location i'm like what the fuck dude <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually kind of funny because um yeah like i so <laughs> yeah yeah tell me why i'm on your blacklist it is a, no it, it's just simply an experiment oh, you don't ship like, to bavaria or, or uh, no 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 i i just simply don't ship to germany even though i'm located in germany but you're, you're so messed up i was so happy to support you and then i had to buy from the guy who was like two cents more expensive oh my god yeah oh dude i, I just want to try it out i just like 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 see how many sales you get even though like you know even if you block germany as your primary target it's just the stupidest thing i've ever heard guys. i know it's it's simply just for fun man uh, but obviously if you if, if you want to have anything if you pray yeah this I, is I, totally I, I his know. excuse he's just found your account during a blacklist uh, I, I love like kai like, walking into a meeting at this company and he's like okay we've got this new strategy figured out we will stop selling to our biggest market <laughs> just playing hard to get <laughs> Okay, okay, Kai, um, how but, about but you come like, back to us, you, how, how you, that worked for you? Dude, you, you, you don't know how many messages I've got, like, during the past days from, like, all kinds of people basically asking if, if I put them on my blacklist or something, <laughs> you know. It's like, dude, no, it's just, you know, I... I kind of want to try something out and uh, just don't <laughs> so just, weird, just don't, don't shift the <laughs> I gravity. just want to try something. <laughs> okay, okay. Dude, um, um, I'm not even going to try to ask yeah, him I, I, Dude, I, I got you covered with those uh, ensuring bridges. I can definitely well, give, give you one. Well, so does Headshot Killer 2K now because <laughs> oh, I no! ordered from somebody else. <laughs> Boom, Headshot. Okay, I guess, yeah, I guess my uh, experiment failed then. <laughs> I, I'm. Uh, are you expecting like people to to move outside Germany to finally be able to buy from you or something? <laughs> I, I I I had someone who uh, who messaged me and went like, "Hey, so I I usually live in Germany, but I'm going on this trip to um to Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Um, and while I'm staying at that hotel, can you ship the car to that hotel, please, so I can order them?" It's like, yeah. Is that something you do? Uh, I mean, I I, I guess you could. Hey. Okay. Kind of, is this, is this as crazy as it sounds to me, or, or am I missing something? Just shipping cards to a hotel address. No, shipping, like, not shipping cards to Germany. <laughs> no, no, I think it's like the most stupid thing ever, but, like, you okay, know, sometimes okay, you gotta, you. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you gotta try out stupid things in order to feel smarter later, or something like <laughs> okay, that. Okay, okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, maybe maybe you're gonna be the next, I don't know, Jeff Bezos, I was gonna say, but... <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, it's it's dude. It's like food, you know. Like you can't always have good food. Sometimes you have to eat really shitty food to, to you know to have some good food after. And then so it's always like an up and down. All of Germany is gonna feel because they are deprived of the opportunity to order from Kai. So for like months they're gonna be like, oh my god, my life is so bad. And then when Kai comes back and reopens dude, the shop, not, to Germany, everybody's gonna be like, oh yes, we're eating tonight again. <laughs> I I'm just saying that some oh, like you know you need a lot of shitty. Items ideas so like the good ideas also stick out from time to time you I know that's they hate me so much yeah but dude yeah like you, you're not throwing shit against the wall and see what sticks you're, you're completely missing the wall <laughs> yeah yeah that, no there is no wall like, yeah exactly <laughs> it's like throwing okay. an egg in the air and trying to catch it with your mouth okay oh, I, I and, um discord people please let us know what you think about this bold business strategy of guys <laughs> it's it's very interesting they're gonna call it the savataric economics or something. Julian, shall uh, I order it for you and then I'll get it shipped to your address? Actually, that could work, Straight right? From him. Dude, but dude, really shipping sick. to the UK is such a pain in the ass. Uh, or like so, buying from the UK. So you can really mess with friends there. Like maybe he's put you actually on the blacklist. So um, yeah. me and another maybe friend of mine. Maybe he made up the worst excuse on the spot and he, I'm actually yeah. on his blacklist. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a friend that used to get really frustrated with like people that order 
like really just like two commons that are worth two cents each and then even though they pay the postage they're paying their part he's like why are you ordering this from me why don't you just like order something bigger like it's so annoying and stuff so me and a friend used to order like one common from him <laughs> all the time <laughs> and uh yeah it's, it's fun to do that but the trick is to like to not have it's, cards that are less than 50 cents or something. yeah that's what we said but he was stupid <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we're gonna like Kai is gonna have another Patreon where he explains uh, Savatarik's economics and <laughs> Dude, we're gonna look really stupid. Is it sour to explain? <laughs> sour, sour business. Sour, sour, economics. Sour, economics. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Freakonomics, economics. Next step. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Kai is gonna be really rich <laughs> totally. somehow. Somehow. Anyway, so um. Sounds like you actually got to play a lot of Magic, right? I, I haven't played Magic in one and a half months, basically, because I was traveling so much. Yeah, God, we played on the train. We were playing as well, but we had two painters, a Turbo Muxus Goblins and like Mono Black Helm. So I think between us, we played about 100 <laughs> games within the space of the two hour train journey. Like we just kept killing each other on turn <laughs> How two. How do you even do that? That's actually crazy. Like well, I was like two minute games or something. Yeah, because we kept killing each other on turn two. Like. Dude, Regenerate. <laughs> that's like that's like four players, four decks, and no force of worlds. That's yeah, that yeah. crazy. And no yeah. fetch, and no fetch light activation. Right? Yeah, true. Actually, yeah. yeah Damn, yeah. that is dude. It's very fun. That... Turbo legacy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like you, like you in top deck mode from t starting from turn one. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a great game against Mono Black Helm where like he, uh, like turn one hymned me and he says. Baby, I'm going to hit both your lands. He didn't know my hand. So I showed him my hand, had two lands in, and he hits both. And then like a few turns later, he's dead. Because the top deck <laughs> king. Works as well. Yeah. Um, should we talk about some new cards? Like, we don't usually do set reviews and stuff now, but there's been a bunch of new cards coming out. Kind of I, I, want to, I want to tell you like my favorite story from the trade fair. Oh yeah, go, go on. Cool. <laughs> so as you know, I've been to a couple of trade fairs. I've been to, I don't even remember, like Stuttgart, Düsseldorf, and, and Hamburg. And I was even supposed to go to more, but I literally was like, no. Like, I could have gone to some place near Vienna. I could have gone to Berlin. could have gone to, to Zurich. Like, so many crazy places. But, yeah, uh, I, I hate, like, how much it eats into my free time. But I also absolutely love the people to, I hang out with. Like, every time I come back from a, from a diving trade fair, I'm like, this is it. Now I'm going to start diving. Now I'm going to do, like, my open water dive and everything. Because that, that, uh, that's enthusiasm and everything. Like, in the whole diving community, like, I... I've never met a community as amazing as, of course, Legacy players, <laughs> but also like people who dive. And actually, I know some people who who dive and are Legacy players, and they are the best. Shout out to Runko. <laughs> I think Runko, you dive, right? Yeah, yeah. And my my favorite part was in Hamburg because what we do is we 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 don't have our own booth, but we are like we have our booth at a bigger booth of Germany's biggest tour operator, uh, diving tour operator. They're they're like they are known. Like if you if you book diving anywhere in the German-speaking parts of Europe, you know those guys. Rises and Tafedasi. And if and, and we are we are there and they also have like their their own dive bases. Uh they're called extra divers. And they have like I think 22 dive centers all around the world. And they are really, really, really really well known like really well known like Federsee they have won the best uh, German tour operator eight years in a row and then the the award was basically discontinued and Extra Divers is also like really 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 well known maybe maybe one of the most famous uh, dive center operators in the world but and here's the thing we went to Hamburg <laughs> and it was supposed to be a diving trade fair but we were actually part of like a normal holiday trade fair and on Wednesday and Thursday like who goes to a 
to a holiday trade fair on a Wednesday noon? I'd be there, definitely. You would be working, probably. No, I'd, I'd skip work for that. Sounds really <laughs> oh, you skip work for me? Okay, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. You're cool. You're cool. <laughs> no, most of the people who went there, they they. I mean, nothing against retirees, but it, it felt more like people went there to to just like hang out and not really learn about like holidays, which is fine, right? I mean, that's so they're casual yeah. holidays. Oh, I hate casual holidays. No, it, it's literally. I almost <laughs> felt like like I was doing some kind of psychology course for them or something because I, never in my life ever have I. Be, been told so many stories about how this person died and that person died and then this happened and another person died and yeah that that, that was so weird but basically the, the, the setting i'm trying cr to create is there were a lot of people there who never even heard about diving who, ne who knew knew nothing about diving and i guess part of it is like our mistake because we tried to establish this this diving trade fair at a non-diving fair and okay, uh, I'm, I'm gonna sk skip over the, the craziest. Uh, okay, that, that, that's gonna go too far because we Hamburg, especially the part we were staying at, is also very famous for like there's be there's lots of prostitution, lots of pimps, lot of drug use. Uh, Kai, you've heard of like Ripa Bar in St. Pauli, right? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, very much. And it was so funny because we have like people representing dive places from around the world, and they they only know Germany like the Germany they see on TV. And they come to Germany, I think like, oh, everything's like clean and orderly. And then they come to, to <laughs> St. Pauli <laughs> and it's like next to Berlin. It's the most fucked up place you could probably go, even though it was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, there was like, there was a street where you literally weren't allowed to walk down if you're a woman. And they even had like barricades and you literally were only allowed to go into that street if you're a man because there was like prostitution. And one of our girls, she actually was like, you know what, I want to see that. And she went inside. And then one of the prostitutes, she actually pulled out a water gun and shot her in the face of the water gun. And then she ran away. <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. Um, one of the, the people who came to our booth at the trade fair, rather old lady, but friendly-ish. And, and we talk a little bit about Kenya and they tell her about diving in Kenya. And then at some point... She just looks at me and, and she establishes, okay, so you do gay and lesbian travel. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you, you you go diving with the gay people. I'm like, what? Like, again? I, I, I wouldn't even know, no idea. Like, and she's, no, no, you, you do, you do, like, you have a lot of gays in your hotel. I'm like, what? <laughs> How is that connection coming about? And I, I, I'm trying, like, anybody can come. This is like, I know that some hotels, like in some areas of the world, they have to actively say okay this is okay because of like cultural norms and stuff but in kenya on the coast nobody cares and she keeps going back to that and she keeps talking about that and i was like it doesn't make any sense and then eventually here's the thing and this is gonna be hard to explain i guess i told you how our diving trade fair operators are called extra divers you, you can you guys see where this is going no. you cannot <laughs> okay so it, look at the word spelled out in your head. Extra divers. It's easier if you're German. Because if you read that word as German, you read it extra divers. Because the German word for diverse, not the people who go in the water, but like diversity, oh. is the same as the English word for divers. So she, because she, she doesn't think about English and, and stuff, and extra is also a German word, she literally goes to my booth and she sees extra divers. Extra oh, diverse. No. Oh gosh, that's, that's the wrong booth. <laughs> this is, this is, and, and she, 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 like, she was like very open about it. She was just like curious how that works. And for literally two minutes, I just didn't get it. I literally didn't. And, and when 
I finally got, I literally started crying in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has nothing to do with magic, but it was one of the most hilarious trade friend actions. <laughs> because she kept going back to that. And I li it literally didn't make any sense to me. I wanted to talk about other stuff. And she's like, no, no, but well, how exactly do you do? How, how do you get these people? I'm like, <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, this, this, is, this is basically... This illustrates actually, how little people actually knew about uh, about what we were doing at the trade fair. <laughs> yeah. It's also kind of hard, like like when your English is so bad that it kind of like fucks up the whole conversation, you know. <laughs> Extra diverse, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, should should we talk about? I think we were about to talk um, about Four Seasons, which is coming up in like two weeks, a little less than two weeks from now, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's it's crept up, like as you said. I know you've been away for a little bit, but like. Even for me, the last one doesn't feel too too long ago, and this is a great thing. I, I'm super excited for it. Um, I just missed, you know, after, even after this whole weekend of playing Legacy, I think I've missed the the Italian vibe that was there last time. So the I'm really Italian excited for that. vibe, yeah, that's amazing. That sounds cool. Yeah, I like the Italian vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's just like chaos but fun. I don't know. I loved it. I loved it the last time so much. So I'm looking forward to going back because I've got a big, big uh, Warhammer tournament this coming weekend. So going to mm -hmm. get through that. So I'm back into the Toy Soldiers fix for a week. And then after that's done, we're back into the... I've got to play some vintage online. We're... So we're teaming, right? Yeah, yeah we're teaming. Yeah. I, I, nobody is... Actually, I'm going to sign us up. Oh, yeah, good good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds all right. Actually, I'm not even sure what I'm going to play on Saturday. Probably like just like the Legacy side event or something. Yeah, I wasn't sure either. Like, Because I'm playing... Vin so we're going to do teams again, but we're switching up. So Kai's doing modern, Julian's doing legacy, and I've been given vintage. And so the last time I played vintage was about two years ago. So you guys are in good hands. Uh, I'll... Do, do you have any idea what you're going to play in vintage? Either, are you just going to go to like Justin? I think either either Painter Breach or Squeevine. Wait, that, that's, that's a Painter Breach deck? I was just going to say like, what, what, does, what does that even mean? Yeah, so Francis <laughs> and Jasper made it. And uh, like, it's pretty good. They they five owed a bunch of leagues and play themselves a bit. It's not bad. It's pretty cool. Okay, because like you know, like if if this was like ten years ago, I I would have I would have probably suggested the um, control slaver deck, which is like oh, goblin velda yeah. deck with, with uh, mind slaver. Yeah, it's I know pretty, that one. It is it is a it is a blue deck mostly, but those goblin velders they were crazy crazy good back then, and also yeah. like and being pretty decent at veldering like opponent opposing like um three balls you know mm -hmm. like trinity spheres and all that kind of nonsense like back and forth it was it was incredible like sometimes like have you ever rules fell uh welded like a chrome marks man i guess I, it happens all more often in legacy but against yeah. lands yeah. i very oh, against uh initiative quite a lot of like welded out a mox diamond for a lotus pedal it's like oh, uh, kind yeah. of kills your land Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what? Like, um, speaking of Velda, I had I had a peak magic experience last weekend. I really got to talk about this uh, for for a second because so I played, uh, I played Cephalid Breakfast versus Painter, and um, it was the the most banger game three ever. Like, in, like we we split the first two games. I think we comboed um uh, out each other like pretty quickly. And game three dragged for more than twenty minutes, where. We both tried to to play a control deck. So Paint tried to be like a mono red control deck with like just loads of blasts, but they never went off. And uh, it was the same for me. Like I had like a lot of blue blasts and swords plowshares. And uh, since we we're both so slow, like we we never really like established any board presence whatsoever. And um, 
Long story short, it must have been like turn 15 or so. We slowly um, started attacking like and with like pretty mediocre constructs and there were a couple of like uh, goblins on the other side, but really no graveyard. So uh, there was nothing to Velda. And um, at some point, I uh, I established the, the combo of Nomad's Encore and Cephalite Illusionist with uh, Force Backup and I felt pretty safe and uh, I went for it. And after a couple of act activations, I... I kind of saw that my opponent was j just didn't scoop up, right? And it's like, okay, so so th there must be like something, like is it ma like maybe it's like fairy macabre or something? And then I I just kept welding, and then I think after the fifth or sixth weld, uh, no, up, after the fifth or sixth uh, cephalid activation, um, my opponent weldered my shuko. Sorry, because I I used the shuko, not the not not the normals. I used the shuko mm -hmm. on cephalid. Mm -hmm. He uh, exchanged the shuko with. Uh, ether vial in my graveyard <laughs> and i was oh, like a sorcery activation so you can't like respond to it again <laughs> i could i couldn't respond and oh. i like at that moment i was like oh my goodness like did it, it just completely brain fucked me and uh like i was there like again like sitting with my force and uh so i was like stopped again for another like, three four turns <laughs> you know at some point i played out both um Thassa's oracles my my uh <laughs> okay. Yeah, my my uh, what's it called? But dread return. Sounds like ChatGPT plays legacy or something. <laughs> Dude, it was wild, man. Like even my my dread return um also got removed from game. Um, I think with a surgical or something like that, or like with a fairy, I think. And um, I had like no other out than um step throughing their biggest construct and one of my Thassa's oracle and just keeping a vial on two, so uh you know so that at least they can't kill me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the game like dragged on for a few more turns until they found their combo and they, they they milled me out and like for a second i thought maybe they forgot about my eat my uh Thassa's oracle in my hand because i still have a violent two so i can you know i can win but what they did in response is that they well uh, they milled themselves out in addition what? yeah what? like they milled um, themselves out in addition and then they welded in Top uh, a topo op, oh, exactly. And so, so we both had Dude. zero cards in our library. It was my upkeep, wow. and there was a topo op in play. Grandmaster and, magic. And I had the first draw step. <laughs> so that was that was like the most bizarre. That is sick. What I had to play. Yeah, but who was the like, opponent? I don't remember his name, like unfortunately. But it was a pretty pretty intense game. Really, and like but if I, you I, see that, like you put that on camera at I don't know, like energy, SCG, what have you. Yeah, people like, would have like lost their minds. Really. This is like a Hall of Fame best legacy on on stream of all times or something. Yeah, dude. That's and like, sick, um, yeah. I, I think like the um the, you know, long uh, long story short, it's uh, Goblin Velda is is pretty insane. Like, I think. I think you lose a lot of games against Goblin Velda because you really don't know what get Goblin Velda is people <laughs> capable of. So. Uh, that's pretty insane. Dude, I'm absolutely loving that shit. Love it. Even yeah. more of that. I mean, this this alone made, made the entire episode worth listening to. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think I've had one as good as that. I've definitely done the Shuko for Vile trick a couple of times online. Oh like, dear. I leave I leave the welder up because if they if they yeah you can stop the combo like that. I've had a few people uh, board out their vials after that, but now with Strix coming into the deck, um, it, it's much easier to do that as well. Fierce Rio. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, one of the coolest wins I've had online was like a really, really grindy long game against Cloudpost. Where I think I'd Magus them, but they had a bunch of basics and then I couldn't assemble the right pieces. And in the end, I had like 10 mana available and three goblins. And I got to like bring a painter in, grindstone myself, weld the grindstone for a, a Soul Guy Lantern, and then like bring the grindstone back in again and grindstone them 
It was. It needed like ten or twelve mana. I needed to mill myself out to find the soul guide lantern, and then weld that in, and then weld something. You know, back you're, to the you're like that dude in the meme who, who's got like <laughs> eyes wide open, points at the at something on the wall that he's got like the perfect plan of how he's gonna make this work. Yes. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah. first we do this, then paint out, then this, blah 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 blah. Oh, I, I, it was at a challenge. I took like ten or not ten. I took like five minutes just sitting there, like working it out. I needed this much mana and these goblin activations. It took ages to work it out because it was the first time I'd done something like that. But yeah, grindstone yourself is like a, a tutor for your soul guy lantern. There we go. All you need is three goblins and ten mana or something. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but, you know that should be a T-shirt. All you need is three goblins and ten mana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but these, so these kind of plays are so sick. Like that game sounds amazing. Just yeah. yeah. So our uh, Goblin Welder is for, for Vintage then, yeah? Yeah, could be, could be. Can, can we make Goblin Welder work in, in modern? Could we be like Team Goblin Welder? It's not legal in modern for beginning. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but there must be something similar, right? They do like, I don't know, Magos of the Welder or something. Yeah, Engineer is legal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing it is... It doesn't that, touch your opponent's stuff. Yeah, but the thing with Welder is like, they don't make cards like that anymore. It's, that's true. It that's is true. crazy powerful, this card. For like a one drop, it, it could do some insane things. I mean, there was a time in, in Magic where it was in contention for literally the best creature in all of Magic. Yeah. It, like, it, it, it kind of was during the Control Slaver days where like people would name it and, and then like Tarmogave came along and yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. what was the best creature in Legacy and Magic before Tarmogave? Dark Confidant? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it was yeah. it's pretty short, yeah. but... Uh, Quirion Dryad. Mother Oh, yeah. Qu oh, Quirion Dryad is good. good I mean, one. that was... Yeah, and, like, Werebear. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic yeah, Enforcer. Quirion Dryad was, like, <laughs> sick. That was also seen playing Vintage. Yeah. But yeah, Dark it's Confidant was kind of, like, the best creature for a long time, wasn't it? Weird. Yeah, but it didn't really do all that much, I want to say. Like, it rarely ever showed up in, like, property one decks. Uh, like, even back then, like... I don't remember like property one decks like running that like I guess that guy and that guy and stuff, but still that's that's not good enough for me. No respect for the gate. <laughs> the <laughs> fucking gatekeeper of monarchy or whatever it was called. Yeah. Like, do like I vampire sometimes Nighthawk. take that draft? Yeah, with exactly. The, with the blossom. Oh yeah. Abyssal persecutor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, the, the card that makes that stops you from winning the game. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Combos with the uh, sacrifice. Blood. <laughs> guys do we do we call it a day here maybe we can you know record one more once um i've somewhat caught up with the meta game right before first seasons and then we can also talk about something like at, at, what's it called atraxa like i literally Hell can't yeah. believe when i saw Hell the card yeah. that this is like seeing play everywhere left and right like even mario's houseman told me i'm playing insane. i'm playing like band control and my draw engine is natural order for atraxa i'm like what the fuck is happening to legacy Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So Pete yeah. White uh, Power Twenty Two at the exit. Now he didn't do great, and like I think the deck looks amazingly, it looks really good. But he didn't do great, and he says it's not as good as I think it is. But he's playing like um, mm -hmm. a bad shell with Hierarchs and Green Sun for Dried Arbor and Teferi, and then Days and Force Will and stuff. But then it has Natural Order for Atraxa, um, as well as Show and Tell to put in Omniscience or Atraxa as well. Um, so it's like, like so, so yeah. how many cards do you like on average? You get like three cards of a truck or something, maybe four. No, it's like five or six. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. No, so you like, play. You get like, a land. You get an instance. Maybe sorcery. Maybe creature. Yeah, creatures yeah, already you, like. You, yeah. So you play ponders and show and show and tells and natural orders. You'll hit a sorcery. You play mm -hmm. brainstorm, force of will, days, source of plowshares. You'll hit an instant. Yeah. You play like ice fang. Other attractors, emrakul and hierarchs. You'll probably hit a creature. You play loads of lands and then. You sometimes hit to ferry as well, and okay. you play you play omniscience as well. So you have like three missions to sometimes hit as well. I saw him very often like Atraxa. 
hit like five or six cards and then he's ready to just go like show and tell put in omniscience cast another attractor next turn with a force as well like it, mm-hmm, it just mm-hmm. refills your hand and you've got an attractor in play and then what was and it you very... don't have to pay life like you do for Grizzle brand I exactly guess. and then very often it was just like um you then show and tell the omniscience then you play the attractor then you teferi bounce it again play it again and, yeah <laughs> what, the, what a pile of shit man <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think that i think there is a potentially incredibly strong deck there so we can we can look into it the next episode yeah we'll, we'll discover it and i'm gonna see your moxfield list right now and maybe i'm actually gonna play some actually you know what i'm not sure i, I want to paint my my orcs my one yes, orcs hell yeah. because that's the yeah. one thing i got to do in between trade fairs because i had a couple of days in between trade fairs where i could do that and yeah my my first space marine i posted this guy on the discord you yeah. said he's good enough yeah, hundred um, percent. Like he's the same as my first model. It was, it was just like paint. Okay, everywhere. for those who don't know, so the Space Marine he has red trousers, <laughs> a green T-shirt, golden armor, a brownish backpack, and uh, well, a silver gun and a red eyes. Okay, you know what? Actually, painting the eyes was the most amazing part. That actually gives it so much character. Yeah, painting eyes is hard. And then like, if you just do a little bit of highlight, like put like a white dot, really tight one, it mm-hmm. brings it alive. But your, the first models are just for like messing around and trying things and seeing how it feels. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I, I'm, you, you, I'm painting after this as well. I've got some to get ready for the tournament next weekend. You know the very first one? The very first one I did, I used way, way, way too much water. And <laughs> yeah. I put on the color and everything kept running down. Like actually I called my friend Daniel and I was like, dude, this is not working at all. Like please send help. And then we went through it and he was like, okay, you need about 1% of the water that he actually used. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, okay. You use because very little I, water. I, I actually like uh, I I almost like pl- like put a ton of water into, into that that whole thing and, and he was like no you need like one drop yeah like, oh yeah, oh literally <laughs> cool so guys um let's call it a day here it was great to catch up with you again while actually sitting in in, in a proper house <laughs> and I I can't wait to see all of you in Bologna also everybody listening say hello in Bologna uh, mm-hmm. always a great time four seasons can't wait to to play Magic again. And you guys, you figure out Vintage and Modern while I just play Legacy all weekend. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Just before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to um, a guy called Josh in the UK who I was talking to like a couple of months ago and he's setting up like a similar LLM thing. And then his girlfriend very kindly just sent me a bunch of tokens. She does tokens. And I said back then I would give a shout out on the podcast. And then we didn't record on that time. And then I forgot in a while. So I want to give a quick shout out to Electric Elves Designs. Um, really, really cool tokens and just so nice and she, she even sent me like a proper altered basic island as well and everything so electric elves designs on facebook i'm looking at it now really cool tokens and shout out to josh for like setting up a grassroots legacy event in uh in england as well is she better than kai oh yeah easy <laughs> i mean that's that's not really a, I was gonna a high say, benchmark like, we should, right we should probably like collab maybe one day yeah yeah do it that'd be super cool awesome man <laughs> oh dude you, you know that's actually the next step like, you know, also for, for magic art, how they sometimes have art which is painted by two different people. I mean, like, collabs are awesome. And, like, have, have you seen, like, the new set? Like, they, they've, they've been, like, uh, sm- uh, mashing, like, two different... Um, yeah, they're, 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 they're like, Thalia, you're going to fuck the Gitrock monster now. And, like, yeah. um, El Damri, you're, you're going to go with that frog okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting. Awesome. So if you if you want to support our collab of of um, Everyday Eternal, you can do so by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can also support us on patreon.com slash everydayeternal. If you want to find us on social media, you can do that so on at EternalMTG, 
Uh, you can find me on It's Julian23. You can find Kai on Savatarix. And you can find Callum on Callum Smith MTG, right? You got it. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. First try. First try. It only took 140 episodes. <laughs> Amazing. Also, big, big shout out to everybody supporting us, especially on Eternal Witness Tears, Savatore Orico, Tommy Hinks, Tastakida, Sebastian Hodaga, Guillaume, Hannah Wife, Sean Dewey, Francis Koper, Cassandra Davis, Benedict Gruber, and Severin Schwarzuber. By the way, last two I'm going to see at the next Isatara tournament on the weekend. Can't wait to play Paper Legacy again. And Grizzlebrand here. Victor Benatz, Bajubat, Scott Monroe, Jeremy Gates, Henrik Korkutz, Tom Hepp, Andrew Whitman, Kane, Ian Seifert, Fritz Sternert, and Paragon Games in St. Louis. Even though the last one actually closed recently. Very sorry, didn't work out. But yeah, can't, can't wait to see what, what's the owner. Well, um, uh, I, I guess everybody knows that Scott runs. Can't, can't wait to see what Scott is up to next, so... Everybody, have a great time and see you again next or at least at Four Seasons, right? Can, can you book your flight? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome, no, no, no. guys. See you there. Bye bye. Ciao, everyone. <laughs>